We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. He win! What's going on, everybody? The fist pump ain't what it used to be. I don't know. I just don't have it like I used to. Um, but anyway, the Miami Heat win uh, by 10 against the New Orleans Pelicans. Last game before the All-Star break. Back to 500 on the way to the second half of the season. It's clean slate time, right? We come back from the all-star break. We're, 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 we're zero, zero. Everything starts over. All the offensive issues are erased, and we're all going to have a good time. Okay, maybe not, but at the very least, they showed up tonight. Uh, Jimmy showed up tonight. Jimmy showed up and showed out. He showed why he was at times the best player in the NBA Finals last year on the court with, with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I mean, he the, the entire game, every time the Pelicans made a push, Jimmy stopped them. Like, I mean, sometimes almost single-handedly. Yeah, he got uh, a lot of help from Goron. He got some help, a lot of help from Kelly, especially in that first half. Kind of disappeared in the second half, but I think he played solid defense. Um, Andre Godala came up big in that fourth quarter. Um, but overall, it was Jimmy fucking Butler. And I mean, it's just amazing to watch this guy night in, night out, just get buckets when the team needs him. So go ahead, bring me out, Brass. We're going to celebrate a, br- a big win, and we're going to find out what everybody is drinking tonight. Mm. 
Love the lounge music, and we're back. <laughs> and we have our super special guest tonight, Will Sadat. I mean, Will Manso. What's going on, Will? Thank I'll you. So- I'll, I'll rep every Cuban. I'll be <laughs> Please don't be Sedano because Sedano yells at us and he's super mean. Like you know, it's we're going to the All Star break. We're limping into this. Like we're 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 just trying to get through this last hangover time. We're gonna have a great time tonight. But what are you drinking tonight, Will? I uh, you know, I keep it classy. I am drinking a Pinot Noir in a red Solo cup. Uh, you know, that's, yes. That's, yes. Very, very, very classic. Because I don't like glass in my room because mm. I get worried the cat's going to knock it over overnight if I leave it somewhere. <laughs> so, red solo cup is the way to go. Listen, uh, with that cup, you are invited to the cookout. Just, let, just letting you know. Uh, <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm on the uh, Tito's and Sprite tonight, as you, you know, my usual thing. Tiffany Meeks, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I got a little whiskey and tea, red solo cup. <laughs> By the way, uh, oh, three for three. We had, the top shelf is at the, the cookout right now. Mm. You need a sponsor. You need this to be like the red solo cup hangover time. Right. Yes, we do. If you know people, listen. Right. <laughs> if anybody out there knows somebody, listen. Now, this, I will say, this is eco friendly. This is a reusable. Uh, red solo cup so i you know i'd look out for the environment um and plus i I don't like taking out the trash that much um brass what are you drinking down there in the corner i know you ain't got you ain't got no solo cup you got some fancy martini glass i don't have a martini glass i I got an old-fashioned and an (laughs) old-fashioned glass alf of course an old-fashioned huh Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) good old-fashioned win tonight everybody let's go Uh oh sounds like slavery not again okay (laughs) i'm gonna skip siobhan uh i'm gonna go to siobhan last because there's something special i want to ask siobhan tonight moose what are you drinking tonight man you already know Got the whiskey got ginger ale. We're celebrating a win. I'm going to hit you one time with a drip drop. <laughs> drip drop. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. Man, so you don't know the rules. Man, so when, when Moose hits us with the drip drop, you got to drink. Oh, is that? Oh my, well, the, as much as he says it to me, I'm going to be drinking all night. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Welcome. <laughs> and speaking of the drip drop, Siobhan, what you wearing tonight? What's Not up? just what you drinking, what you wearing? Drip drop merch. Look at that. Go Take to the store. Over. What is, do the, what's the command in the chat? Um, this was super cool to do. Shout out to Moose and Brian. So yeah, drip drop merch on the lookout. Okay, and who designed that shirt? Oh, I did. Ha. Huh. Okay. I mean, me. that, I'm saying take your shine right now. Oh, you know? seriously. He killed it. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. It is, nice it's not getting good justice right now. Yeah, I did. Um, colors and the fine stuff. That was yeah. <sighs> Beautiful. With a little with an assist from Brian Goins. Hey, but we still don't know what you're drinking Goins. tonight. Oh, what are you drinking tonight? Drinking tonight, we got um some Jose and ginger ale. And I'll do a couple shots if we feel like it. Oh, double fisted for the heat win. Headed into all-star break. I thought we should have done a drip drop drinking game, but it's Thursday. People got to work tomorrow. I mean, I got to work, but I, I can limp in that motherfucker. Um, so 
<laughs> I work. I work from home. I just I bring the laptop to the bed sometimes. I got no shame. I there have been days I up till about eleven thirty. I got the laptop next to me in the bed. But anyway, especially doing this damn show. Uh, Will, yes, great win for the Heat tonight uh, without Bam Adebayo. And yes, the Pelicans were without Zion. So to me, it was like an evenly matched. It, it was an even matchup tonight. And you just had, I mean, I don't know how much you can talk about this game without talking about Jimmy's fourth quarter performance. His whole game, and especially those clutch minutes in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the fourth quarter for Jimmy was, uh, I think, the closest thing we've seen to finals Jimmy since the finals, right? I mean, that was finals Jimmy. Uh, just put your foot down, take over the team, and say, come follow me. Uh, to the basket, jump shots. I mean, getting fouled, the finishing steals, the defense, the stuff we saw in the playoffs in the finals run last year, that was that was Jimmy effing Butler. I mean, that's what we saw. But I also, you mentioned his name early, though, and we got to give a shout-out to Gorn because when they opened the fourth, Spo didn't have Jimmy in. He gave him those minutes to rest, and I thought, oh, my God, here comes the run because who is going to take over for Miami in this three- or four-minute stretch? And Gorn made about three or four baskets. I think he made three in that stretch before Jimmy came back where it kept it at like 6-7 instead of being down like a tie game where Jimmy came back. And that was a huge help. Down the stretch, I mean, Jimmy did it all. Uh, there's, I, there aren't enough words to explain what a badass he was in those final six minutes, seven minutes of the game. I mean, we we saw the turnaround jumper. Uh, we saw, you know, driving to the lane, getting fouled, getting to the line, making the shots at the line. Like, we saw the whole Jimmy bag, uh, uh, hitting those passing lanes, getting turnovers, doing just about everything the team needed him to do, Tiff. And we missed that last game where, you know, you got <laughs> it's four points with six minutes left and right. all, and you're, everyone's just praying to God that, right. uh, you know, that lollipop, Harry lollipop misses some 30 foot three pointers, which he didn't, of course. <laughs> um, but, you know, talk, talk a little bit about Jimmy, like what he brings to the table and no matter no bam, Tyler was off, Duncan was off, but you always just feel good when you have a guy like Jimmy Butler on the floor. Um, I think that's like what I'm always going back to is that we got to do everything humanly possible to keep him healthy. Like that's, he's the season. If anything happens to Jimmy, it's done. We got to keep him in bubble wrap because he gives us what we think he's going to give us. He goes out there and he gives us 100%. Even if the shot is off, he's doing everything else to win the game. And basically tonight, he got help. I mean, come on, we gotta, we're got to. we talking about Jimmy, but let's go ahead, put a little respect on Kelly's name. Yeah. Yeah. Because guess what? K-O. He's yeah. all we got. <laughs> all we got, all we needed tonight for a half. He's all, he, he, exactly. He was all we had. And Kelly stepped up in the absence of Bam. And guess what? His defense was actually pretty decent. Yeah. I'm and not, honestly, Siobhan, and that's what I wanted to get to next. Um, the, the, the defense, this is, there have been a number of games throughout this stretch where the Heat have won seven of eight, where they've held teams under 100 points, even in losses before this stretch. Like they are consistently, consistently keeping teams under 100 points uh, or in the low 100s, where the average this this season I think is 110, 112 points. Um, is it all a function of a slow pace, or are they doing things defensively that just kind of disrupt other teams and take them out of their rhythm? Because I thought they took New Orleans out of their rhythm a lot tonight. 
So both of those things. So by controlling pace, we take teams out of their rhythm, right? Um, and you're right. We've seen a concerted effort from from Kendrick to Tyler's defense has improved. Duncan's spatial awareness, his court awareness has improved so much. There was a play today where he covered. He was a little erratic, but he got there. He covered from the right corner to the left wing, back to the right corner, like bumped in the middle. Um, and then Kelly, um, you know, we were kind of talking in a chat one time about, you know, the just kind of the build, the makeup of this team. And I'm of the opinion that we, we're going to have to beat people defensively, right? Like we're not going to be able to, we, we don't have the talent and it is perfectly okay. We have awesome players. We have awesome, we have an awesome system, but we don't have like that flat raw talent to go out and, you know, try to outscore people. So we have to be a good defensive team, especially on the nights when the offense isn't clicking. So um, it's been, it's been really pleasant to see um, this team tends to peak at the, at the right time or tend to, to trend in the proper direction at the right time. Um, and and that's defensively too. And, and the pace and the stamina and our conditioning allows us to tighten the reins at the end of the game defensively, where a lot of teams tend to lack because of, you know, exhaustion. Um, Moose, we didn't have the Fox Sports announcers tonight. Um, we, <laughs> we didn't have any announcers tonight. Right. We barely had any announcers. <laughs> then we had Kenny the Jet Smith just jinxing everything. Like, every time he highlighted the Heat's defense, like they gave up an offensive rebound, put back, or, or a three. Um, every time he highlighted the Heat's offense, it was a turnover. Um, <laughs> but, you know, overall – what were your takeaways from the game? And what did you think of Casey tonight? I thought well, first okay, half was so, terrible and second half, he, he showed some things. You know what? Casey had an up and down night, but at least we could say that I saw some progress. And um, again, he's active on the defensive passing lanes. He's, he's getting up on people. He was a little bit better. There was no glitches tonight, at least none that, that really stood out to a, to a point where I was like, all right, get him off the court. Um, but, but one thing that I definitely wanted to hit on and actually will brought it up earlier. I really wanted to bring up those Goran minutes, especially right there in that second half when he got us those clutch buckets and really kept us in this game. I keep saying it every single time. There's nothing like having a true point guard that can just take control of the game, keep, keep the pace where you need it, let you get your second win and then get the guys back out there again and start getting things back, you know, rolling again. Uh, we don't have enough of that. Unfortunately, we're, we, we are relying way too much on Gorn for that right now. But again, tonight was all about Jimmy Buckets, our all-star. Yes, he's an all-star, no matter what they say. Our all-star played like an all-star at the end and won us that game. So, Will, um, when, when it comes to this team and the fan base, they've been crushing Kelly Olenek lately, right? And I felt like Kelly read everybody's tweets and I've been I, – I listen, I'm hard on Kelly. I feel like if you're seven feet tall, you should rebound way better than he does. Tonight he had ten rebounds. You know, thank you very much, Kelly. In the absence of Bam, you know, he, he did much better than he normally does as far as rebounding is concerned. But, you know, I also say that this team is just better when he's on the floor and they need him to shoot. Um, so your takeaways from this – not just this game from Kelly – but the first half of the season from Kelly Olynyk. 
Well, you said, you know, fans, and look, we're all fans, and we all get irrational, and we all, in the spirit of the game, and, and when the game's going on, you said, oh, come on, shoot the ball, rebound the ball, pass the ball, you're, you know, you're screaming at the TV or whatever, and KO is as frustrating as all of them, because he is a seven-footer, and he's got a lot of talent, we know he can shoot, and sometimes it, he just has these moments where it's befuddling, like, what is he doing? Is he not passing? He's not shooting? He's, he gets kind of lost in the shuffle, but you just said it, I mean, statistically, when you look at KO... The Heat are better with KO on the floor. KO tends to do little things that Spoles say don't always show up on the stat sheet. And, of course, as fans, when we look at the stat sheet, we look at it and say, wait a minute, he only had five rebounds, you know, or he only did this. And, and we get frustrated. But KO is a significant part of what the Heat need to be successful unless they make a deal. And, look, there's still room to make a deal. We know that the Heat are always going to be looking to ways to improve. But I still feel KO is going to have a significant role on this team. Sure, if you drop another Jay Crowder-type player in your lap and the Heat make a move and, you, and, and that's what you move with for playoff time, great. But KO showed tonight, and he has shown at other times, and the guys are comfortable around them in this system. He has been in long enough to understand that they need KO to play the way he does, and he can. And maybe at times it's inconsistent, but I do think as fans, me included, we can be a little hard on KO sometimes uh, because he's actually better, I think, than people give him credit for and I agree with you. And Will, if you, I don't know if you can do this. If you can turn your mic up, some people are saying the mic is low. I hear you. I hear you just fine. But a couple, there have been a couple of people saying that the mic is low. I'm sure I have. Let me just move closer. I'll just move closer. Yeah, maybe just just yell. See, this is where Sedano uh, comes comes in. He just yells. Sedano's got me beat. Sedano can just. Once he starts yelling at you, his, his, his veins start coming out of his head and, and he starts going crazy, man. You know, yeah. Is, let me know if that's better. If that's better. I'm a little closer. I, got I, I can hear you. Uh, chat, let us know if that's a little bit better. Uh, we're going to get to a couple plays from uh, Siobhan. Uh, we're going to come up with name. Yeah, there he goes. There he is. <laughs> we're we're going to come up with the names for these breakdowns from Siobhan and Frankie. I wanted to call Frankie's Let's Be Frank, and he got really upset. I guess he doesn't like being called Frank, which makes me want to call it Let's Be Frank even more because I'm a dickhead. Um, but, uh, Siobhan, uh, let's go through some of these plays real quick. And these are we, – we've been talking about the Heat's offensive struggles. Tonight they, they, they scored over 100 points, but to me they really only had two decent offensive quarters. But let, go ahead, Siobhan, talk about some of the offensive plays that you saw tonight. So before we start, right, I just – it's like – so, okay, so the first one, right. So this is just highlighting how – pause it for a second, Brass. Just just start it, right? Yeah, just – we'll start it. <laughs> you, you, wanted, you wanted to say something before, so. Oh, yeah, I was just talking about just the the diversity with which we can play offense, the way that we can use the full – you know, width and space on the floor if we choose to. Go ahead and start the first one. Um, and so, yeah, so we just have some some dribble handoffs and some cuts, but the difference from this one as opposed to the other three, we are flowing and we have guys cutting from one side, swinging all the way through, right? Pause it. Um, almost, I can't tell if it's paused or not. Yeah, that's it. Do you want, do you want to see the club again? No, I'm cool. We can go to the second one. Okay, we'll go to the next one. Here, we still have the same type of motion, but we're occupying one side of the floor. Traditionally, you would say that these two guys on the right should be, you know, maybe doing some type of action, but maybe their inaction is keeping their defender inactive too. So we have Duncan coming through what could have been an elevator, but they didn't close it. 
and then this kind of like double back screen that gets precious open on the same side of the floor we're occupying guys on this side and we still have these dudes occupied because they're hugged up on their guy go to the next one And then here, right? So Jimmy triggers it, kicks it to Kelly. The three of them kind of cause havoc on the right side because we run so pause it. We run so many different things out of this. So Jimmy is cut into the basket and then he vacates. There's nobody in help because the three of them, Duncan, Tyler, Kendrick are all to the right. So they run their action. Jimmy vacates, go ahead. Jimmy vacates to the left, boom. Duncan is able to slip. So when we, when we use defense, when we use the space, we get good shots. And then this last play is what we look like when we don't get motion. We get stagnant. There's no cut. So we just have, boom. Gorn isn't, you know, making a penetrative dribble. He just dribbled, pick it up, kick it around, stack, nothing. You know, we don't have any motion. We don't have any fluidity. And then we get a spot up Iggy three. So when we run motion, when we use space, we look really good. Um, this is why it's frustrating, in my opinion, when we don't. I honestly, I, I love the fact that you showed three plays with motion, ball movement, like all the things that we saw last year. And then you showed that last play, which is so indicative of our droughts, where it's like, like five, flies on the wall. It's, it's, yeah. so it's so befuddling because you see all of this and then just nothing. Like, yeah, right. It oh, and that could be. Rewind. We, need, we don't need Ross Rewind. That was good. That was good. That, that was. Thanks. <laughs> rewind. Sh Siobhan, you know what I was thinking too when you watched the last play? What's it that? also could just be a byproduct of who's on the floor together. Yes. Yeah. Because you know, if, if you really look at it, that last yeah. that last play, technically mm -hmm. it was just Gorn and Kelly. Yep. And then it's Iggy. When Jimmy's and, not it, on the floor. And, exactly. When, First of all, Jimmy. don't disrespect Illinois finest, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> if Jimmy's not going to drive and then if Duncan or I'm sorry if Gorn isn't actually going to make penetrative dribbles if he's just dribbling yeah. kind of just in space at the top he does nothing so right um listen and I like I thought that was super indicative of just how how stagnant the Heat's offense could be. So that was that was great, Siobhan. You didn't do the Ron Rothstein impression that Frankie does. I'm not um, going to. <laughs> she doesn't need it. <laughs> you got your own stuff. Drip, you got your own stuff. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Oh, drip drop. Oh, shit. Mm. I missed it. I'm a, I feel like I'm delayed on this episode. I need to go back to my other laptop with the shitty camera it's either i got a good camera and delays or a shitty camera and no delays either way um someone said it's frank yes i think we're calling it uh let's be frank with frankie g just to piss him off um we have a we have a we have a game show to play tonight actually before i get even to the game show um i kind of want to talk about precious i thought he i thought he played a really good half he did you know he, uh, especially the first half, moves to second half, not so much. Uh, he just didn't play. I don't think he played a lot in the second half. I think uh, the, the Heat were just going. To, uh, Iggy was I playing he, a lot. He fell out of rhythm a little bit in the second half, but let's not take anything away from what he brought in the first half, those those crucial defensive minutes. Listen, he's been playing really well, I would say, maybe for the last week or so. We've definitely seen, 
you know, a really nice run for him where he's just really taking over that defensive role, uh, uh, backing up uh, Bam in crucial minutes, especially, you know, tonight taking on a bigger role in that first half with Bam out. Um, he's been he's been steadily improving in, in ways that is very, very important for us in the long-term future if he's going to be here for the rest of the season. That'll be something to monitor in the second half when we come back from All-Star break. Um, but it's it's been very, very promising. Yeah, I mean, I, I really thought he was aggressive. He uh, there were sometimes he was a little bit too aggressive, and it was there was a lot of welcome to the NBA moments from like guys like Steven Adams, and it was like, dude, you, you know, you ain't you ain't bigger than a lot of people in the Hell NBA. No. You, ever, you ever notice that Precious? Precious, I, I love Precious by the way, but you ever notice that whenever he gets an offensive rebound? A hundred percent of the time, he goes up with the shot. He never he's oh, going yeah. right back he's up. He's going right back up. He's he going that... back up, even if there's four guys around him. The I, complete... honestly, I wish some of the other guys would do that, was... but the complete opposite of what some of the other guys had. Um, well, before we get to our game show, um, I wanna I wanna ask you to trash the uh, TNT um, TNT broadcast. You can do it here. No, I mean. Look, first of all, my favorite part was the underrated was Grant Hill was calling the game. And I love Grant Hill. He's a great, uh, great person, but he's the most cliche basic, you know, as far as when it comes to, you know, he just yes. calls it like the simple, because you can tell he doesn't watch the teams. And I get it. When you are doing national games, a lot of times you don't watch every game like we watch every Heat game. But he said midway through the game, before his uh, his technical issues, he said, the Heat don't, uh, the Heat don't beat themselves. They're not the kind of team that makes mistakes. <laughs> and I said, what the hell heat team are you talking about? <laughs> this team is, turns them over as much as anybody in the league. Yeah, this team beats themselves way too often. So he's like, this team won't let you beat themselves. I'm like, oh, hell, they, they will let you beat them. They will beat themselves. Trust me. Friend, friend of the show, Dos Menudo, said he sounds like a 2K announcer. Like where it's just like cliches, <laughs> yeah, it's just like generic. That could be for anybody. He does. Nice yeah. fucking Kenny. Nice Kenny. He's Kenny been working on that shot all year. Yes. Kenny Smith was calling. Look, Kenny Smith was calling Iggy like one of our better shooters. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what do he say? They shouldn't leave him open. <laughs> oh, they probably should. Yes, they should. Because they drive and kick and they can kick out to the, the Tyler's and uh, Jimmy, even Andre. Hey. Like, no. It's not the plan. I, I want I want brass to cut that no from Siobhan. Yeah, no, no, no. I want to use that, that all crazy. the time. Like that, that should be a heat to no. get when you get when you get a national a national crew that doesn't watch yeah. the team. Like the Heat aren't a sexy team this year. I know they made the finals, but they haven't been on national TV much. These guys haven't watched more than just some highlights of Heat games. They don't know anything about the Heat. They don't know the ins and outs. So they don't know what Precious has done or, or any of these guys have done. They're going on just, you know, what they right. see. Yeah, I, and I can't blame them. Like, if you had me <laughs> yeah. on any other post-game show, I'd be like, I don't know who the fuck is on the Hawks. Like, I just watched them two games in a row. I can't name the starting lineup. So, I'm way, Listen. Yeah. Like, the Suns are great. I've watched, like, a half of their games this year. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know <laughs> Supposedly Chris Paul is there. Somebody, this is a rumor somebody told me, and they have Devin Booker. That's it. That's that's all I know. And then I, I find out like we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Somebody like Vooch is in the All-Star game, and I'm like, I didn't even know he was playing well this year. But listen, <laughs> it's oh, not yeah. my job to cover the entire NBA. And that's the thing. It's your job. It is your day job. It would it. What? Oh, I don't get it. I, Ryan Cortez says, <laughs> I didn't forget TNT leaving Heat Bucks during a blowout earlier this year. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. the most disrespectful that shit was. I've ever seen. But yeah. you know what? Let's be honest. Well, a lot of us game. left that game. We left the game, too. <laughs> I we had to do a post-game game. show. We are not public I servants. Left, I, left, I left that game. Yeah, it happens. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get, getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. All right, we're going to play a game with, uh, with, with Will here that we played with the, the young ladies from the Dishes and Dimes podcast. We're going to play Who's That Heedle? All right, Brass, are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. We need to give a little bit of context here because we didn't really explain the game last time. So we are going to show you a silhouette. It's very important. We it's better when we you... don't explain it. Just everyone's confused. Yeah, I guess. But we're going to show. Well, we're going to show you a silhouette of a player, multiple players, and you need to guess which Heat player it is. So okay. I will give you a hint. This is the the first couple players here. They are championship winners with the Heat organization. So. Here we go. Oh, so We're it gonna doesn't play. have to be a current Heat player. It doesn't have to be a current it, these Heat are not, th These are not current Heat players this oh, time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So we're going to play Who's That Heatle? Who's That Heatle? Ooh. I know this is not going to be easy. Mm. Mm. Who is this that is not... I got one, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, and that's you, tough. You, 
You said that they definitely won the championship. They won the championship. This is a champion. <laughs> oh, oh shit. those oh, ears look familiar. I thought champion. they were. Oh, oh, I think I know. I can't tell if the person if this has got a gut or it's just the shadow. Or it's like, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to figure out too, Will. Because <laughs> it looks like it could be a little heavy person. Uh, I'm gonna say Shane Battier. Shane Battier. Okay. Oh, it okay. looks like ears. Okay. Any other guesses here? Michael Doliat. Gary. Okay, here we go. Ready? Here we're going to reveal it now. Wow. Who had Doliak? Oh, Steph. Or Tiff, sorry. I don't know who Steph is. Me! That was impressive. (laughs) Boom, boom. Oh, how the (laughs) turntables. Listen, sometimes the shadows can be deceiving, all right? So we're, we're, no. we're, we're no. going to give you another one here. Will, you're getting another one. <laughs> here we go. We'll, we'll give you another one. This, this is one. another this, this is another champion. So here we go. Okay. Who's that hero? It could literally be anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, at this point, I'm just going to throw out names. I mean, how about Antoine? Right. Like, well, I mean, Joel I, I guess... I don't know if you could tell on yours, uh, you know, the, the, maybe you could tell by the hair. I don't know if it's a little a little blurry hair. on your side. Yeah. <laughs> there there are some uh there there's some cornrows on this. Cornrows. On this on this player. So just Beasley. to uh... But these didn't win a championship. Oh, no. did you say that? Oh, yeah. You said champions. I give it to UD. Got to be UD. Uh, yeah, maybe you... maybe young UD? Young UD? Okay, let's find out who that heetle is. <laughs> oh my god, come on. <laughs> Tenderoni. <laughs> Tenderoni. <laughs> you know what? Shout out hard eight championship minutes right there. Listen, yeah. <laughs> A champion's a champion. All right, I don't know what to tell you. Dion Waiters is a freaking champion. Yeah, you know, so, you know, whatever. Um, all right, so we we're gonna we're gonna play we're gonna play some we're gonna do the same game, but we're gonna do someone who is uh, is a much more prominent figure with the he organization. But um, we're gonna check out the silhouette here. We'll see how it goes. Who's that Vito? I know this one. I gave this one to Brad. Siobhan, you you stay out of this. (laughs) What? You stay out of this, Siobhan. You got us into this mess. This is a champion. Matter of fact, a two-time champion. I have no idea. (laughs) Looks like a comic book character or something, or like a cloud. Looks like Bozo the Clown. (laughs) All right. Anything? anything well, you, th- you give up? Oh no, we lost Will. Oh, he he's muted. He's muted. All right. I said CB with his hat turned around back- backwards. That's all I got. Okay. All right. Let, let's let's see who this is. <laughs> King James. Of course. Of course. Lifting weights, man. Lifting weights. Lifting something. Two-time MVP. Putting in work. Yeah. 
putting in work. Oh, right. was Kyle Lowry? All right. So, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got a game for you. Hold on. Name this Heat player. <laughs> Norris Cole. Casey Akpala. Norris Cole. I was gonna say that looks like that looks like Darrell Wright. Uh, all right, we'll tell you what. Birdman. Oh man! Oh. Damn it! I should have known. All right, all right, all right. So enough of the Heat players. We're gonna do one more, but we're we're not gonna do Heat players. We're gonna do media members. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay. Who's that media member? All right, so I think we can all get on this. What <laughs> media member do That's we Sedano. think? That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks kind of... I'm obligated to say Sedano for every answer. Oh, man. I don't know. We, I, Alf was thinking this, this, was, uh, this was you, actually. It kind of looks Scott. like... Michael Scott. What's the difference? <laughs> Okay, well, let, let's see who it is. A <laughs> <laughs> one man suit. Well done. Well done. George one, one out of four. One out of four. That's it's that's better Donald. than last time. <laughs> no, that's Trey Young's. That's Trey Young. Yeah. Thanks for playing. Thanks for playing well. Ninja Red CJ has been saying, has been asking the whole time that what? Wait, is that not Sedano? No, it's not. It's jacked up, man. Do not disrespect the legend Will Manso. Sedano's my guy, but he does he does love giving you guys a hard time. Like he'll text me because I'll defend it. I'll be like, dude, what are you doing? He'll side text me like out of out of the you know out of the text me like. I'm just giving these guys crap, like because they think the heat are so good. <laughs> that's my favorite one. Al yeah. K. Shroot back there. Beats. <laughs> Wait, I don't. Don't we have some for Will since he's like Michael. a nice? We we do we do. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. We, I, I did. I did some for Will, but it turns out he sort of looks like a young George Clooney when we do it. No, I no, that's not. Well, oh. Oh. <laughs> it's like ER Clooney. ER Clooney. <laughs> you look like facts of. No, he looks like facts of life Clooney. That's right. That is so obscure. <laughs> He looks like uh, Schmidt from my uh, new girl on that one. Oh, hold up. The facts of life one was good. That one got me. I was on a delay there for a second. I apologize. You're welcome, Moose. Simple that obscure reference. Love it. I always get the guy from Modern Family. The guy from uh, what's the guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could see that. I could. I could see that. Ty Burrell. I was in LA once and I went to a meet in a meeting and I was sitting in the station air modern family and there was a poster behind me and I didn't know it. I was sitting on the couch in the waiting room and there was a poster modern family behind me and this old lady walked by and she goes, is that you? And I thought, no, like, oh, no, no, that's the, that's the, yeah. She really thought I was like, sitting in the lobby in front of my own modern family poster. I mean, I would. Yeah. I would have been like, yes, ma'am. That is Wait, me. I get my drip drop shirt. <laughs> I have no shame. That's me. Taking a picture 
George Sedano. I have taken a picture of Sedano. I have. I was at a charity event. And a guy said Sedano, and I felt I didn't want to break his heart, so I took a picture with him. I texted Sedano, "Hey, if someone tags you, like met Sedano." Just Holy fuck! <laughs> you know what's weird? I, I I think it's a little bit racist towards Cubans because I don't even think you guys no. look alike. It's very I, no. It's very what? <laughs> what? It is, it is, we have the thick eyebrows and the dark hair. You know. Oh. Yeah, I, I just I feel I just I feel like there's racism involved, and I'm I'm, I'm upset that I played a part in it tonight. I'm, I'm <laughs> I feel like I should be better than that, and I'm not I'm not happy with myself. Listen, we're both Cuban. We both have dark hair. We're both from Miami. We both like to eat. You know, it's common common confusion, I guess. Yes, I, I guess. And you guys have both done the post game show. <laughs> <laughs> Brass. God, you're so, so fucking quick, quick Brass. God damn it. I don't even think he did anything. I think that's an original bit. <laughs> hey, says, I feel your pain. Uh, because everyone thinks Nikaias looks like every NBA player with a beard. So you see how there's all that racism involved in that? Yeah, listen. Right. We we do not subscribe to the stereotypes. On hangover time. Actually, we do. We, we put do. on them all the time. <laughs> I don't know if you want to throw up that dark night, uh, Brad. No. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. I'm afraid to ask. Oh, now you got to do it. You got to show Will. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting brand new in front of company. <laughs> <laughs> Tiff made me do it. She made me do it. He left. Oh, I'm pretty. That's Derek Jones Jr. This time. Um. All right. All right, guys. Let's get back to a little bit of basketball. Uh, you know me. I like to run a serious sports show. None of this, none of this tomfoolery. All right. So, Will, going into the All Star break. Well, actually, coming out of the All-Star break, what do you see for the rest of this Heat season? And that includes, do they make a move or do they stand pat? And what is, I guess, like your prediction for the seed? I mean, are they going to make the playoffs? Are they a four seed, a three seed? No. What do you see for the rest of the season? I think, guys, I my take with the Heat is, hasn't really changed. I still think they're a four seed. Uh, I still think, you know, Philly healthy and Milwaukee and the way Brooklyn's come together with Harden are probably, you could say on paper, maybe not, you know, I, I guess in a series Miami could, could handle it. We saw that last year that they could play tough against anyone. Stop given it. The, uh, given the Bad girl. is right now, uh, I still think that four seed is their likely spot. And to your first question, I do think that a trade is coming. I, I just don't see them. Look, Mo Harkless didn't work out. For whatever reason, it just didn't work out. I, I don't think he's going to be have a role in this team all of a sudden in the second half. You hope Avery Bradley does, and I think they still have hope that he will and that he could be that perimeter defender and that clutch player that he's, you know, at times shown he could be in a, as a veteran. I still think there's a role for him in the second half of the season when he's healthy and it hopefully stays healthy. But I think everyone, I, I think that there's a deal coming. I think there has to be. It may be no sexier than last year's Iggy J type deal, which turned out to be damn sexy. It turned out to be a really good deal. Uh, I think that type of deal they're looking to make, and and I would expect them to make a move at some point before the deadline. 
Um, I need to clarify, Moose. Were you calling? Were you calling Will a, yeah. a bad girl for calling the Heat a four seed, or were you? Well, a, a little bit of both. First of all, fourth seed. Come on. Actually, no, I didn't even do that. Uh, my dog decided to just bring her bed over. On TV, so. you're always supposed to just keep going. You know, you're taught to keep going, but I've never been like giving analysis going bad girl, bad girl. Like a pro. Like a pro. Constant yeah. and professional. We keep you on your toes here. We you got to put you through the ringer on HOT, you know, and hang on with that. Welcome. You can come back anytime. Cortez. Right. She is a good girl. And honestly, Will, you're not a bad girl. That that was just terrible. I, I honestly, I, I would like the cast of the show to treat you better. That was fucked Unless up. you want to be. <laughs> True. I've, yeah. heard much, I've, heard, I've heard much, much worse. Tiff. Yes. Uh, the rest of the season, where do you see the Heat's ending up, and do they make a move? I think they have to make a move. Um, yeah, like this team is like plucky. But like, <laughs> really? Lucky. Do you have a thesaurus? What? Like before every show, you're like, what, what am I going to call the team tonight? Lucky. <laughs> no, but a scout from the 1920s. <laughs> mm. You Go know, on, I wasn't. Easy. You know, I wasn't allowed to be. You know, I wasn't allowed to be near the game back then. Right. <laughs> Damn it, Moose. You know I couldn't. You know I couldn't be on the sidelines back then. Go ahead. <laughs> no, bring, there. Moose bringing up bad memories and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, they no. This team is scrappy. They play hard. They got Jimmy. You know they got Bam. Sometimes they got everybody else. So. You got you have you got to make some sort of move, uh, even if it's like a sm a small move to kind of <clears throat> maybe shore up that backline defense. Because at this point, we got like a hundred guards on this team, so somebody's none of them, none of huh? them, dribble, none of them can dribble penetrate. Which is right, and I keep saying if you got six guards, you got none. Right. <laughs> oh, was that a play on words right there? Yeah. With the none. No, it wasn't, right. but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> It. It was good. It was good Damn it, Brass. <laughs> that was, that was your, that's your uh, nickname, by the way. So you can't blame Brass for that one. Uh, Siobhan, um, we, we, we got guys like Blake Griffin on, on the way to a buyout. I don't know what how much he does for this team. I do like the fact, I do like the idea of a backup four that's not named Madre Gadala so that he doesn't have to play every single night. This is a grueling season. I know because I have to do a post-game show after every game. So, like, this season has been grueling. And you got guys with old legs out there, like, playing night in, night out. And a guy like Blake Griffin, he's not a spring chicken. But yeah. just to alleviate some of those minutes on Iggy, like, do you see a move like that in the buyout market? How do you see them ending up? What seed? Like, where do you see them ending, I mean, going into the second half of the season? Oh, Alf, your internet's going through the third <laughs> quarter right now, man. Is it? I told you, I feel like I'm glitching like crazy tonight. You out here like KZ. You out here like KO on defense. Yeah, KZ. <laughs> KZ. <laughs> they, oh, Alf. Uh, did we lose? I, uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Shalom. So let me see if I can go in. So I think that right. So hmm. 
<laughs> so we've gotten this far with what we've had, right? We have like what the seventh or eighth or ninth easiest remaining, you know, strength of schedule. Um, given that, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we don't see a move made and they just try to thug it out because, in theory, they've gotten through what would have been like the toughest part, the bumpy part. But then not really also because the second half, you know, you'll see more team buying and jockeying for possession or I'm I'm sorry, for position in the standing. So <clears throat> um, I don't know. I would like to see a, a, a move made. Um, I think we great or we so greatly, you know, need some reinforcements at the four. I don't. Consistent Andre minutes there isn't isn't the answer. I really, really, really like KZ. I like what he can maybe you know, grow into, but at this very moment, um, he, at least what we're saying right now, he's not far along, far enough along yet. Um, and that's an important, and that's an important position on this team. So I don't know. I, I, I guess we make a move. There's moves, uh, a Blake, something about a Thaddeus, something about how you feel about a DeMarcus. G likes this dude named Harrison. <laughs> like, <laughs> Harrison. <laughs> Something right. about Mary. It's everybody. Harrison Barnes, like I hear Johnny talk Johnny talks about Harrison Barnes so much that I was on board, but now I'm completely off. I, right. I don't want Harrison Barnes now because he just talks about him too damn much. But it, it makes sense. It fits like so there are maybe moves that can be made and and we were talking too, like, you know, we hope that that little string of success doesn't, you know, paint this mirage that all of the issues are fixed because it's fucking not. And so, you know, we see if they go to address them. Um, it's a beauty of Pat Riley, though. Pat Riley's not going to get blinded by by seven and one right. to finish the first half. He's just right. not. Right. Will you say that, but we saw a 30 and 11 team uh, where everyone got four year deals, 72 million. Um, <laughs> Pat is I, I Pat has gotten more sentimental in his old age, um, and I, I, I do worry season, a little bit. I, I know, and you're right. Look, that's a perfect, that's a fair example. I just think within season, especially given the run they made last year, that he got that taste again of what the finals is like. I just don't think he's going to look at this team and say, "Man," because for this team, right, for this roster to make the finals, what needs to happen? Avery Bradley has to come back and be Avery Bradley and stay yep. healthy. Gorn mm -hmm. has to like not lose a wheel the rest of the season and play these major minutes and be Gorn, which is great. But do you really count on that for the rest of the season? Jimmy cannot get hurt. He's got to be Jimmy. Bam has got to keep stepping up his game. And KO has to be kind of the KO we saw tonight. Do you Duncan has to make shots. Yeah. Do you, and oh yeah, Duncan's got to be Duncan again. And Jimmy and, and Tyler. <laughs> I mean, we we have. I, I, I mean, we, we haven't talked about it, but Tyler was was. Yeah, awesome. we ain't gonna talk about him tonight. Well, no, we. we <laughs> For the Heat to be yeah. a Finals team again, yeah. For just to, yeah. to get the chance to be a Finals team, is all that going to happen? I don't think so. Guys. Right. I think we can be honest and say it's not. So they're yes. they need without a move. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What, what, and what we talked about with this show over and over, Moose, is that this everything has to break perfectly for this team to contend. Exactly. The way this roster is built up, I, I, I compare them to a Jenga a puzzle. Right, they they are solid as fuck, but you start moving pieces and it gets real creaky. Whereas other teams can survive losing a piece, but the Heat can't survive a small some of these small pieces like a Duncan being out for a few games in a in a playoff series might completely collapse what they do on offense. Yeah. So this team, as presently constructed, needs every piece to be healthy all the time. 
And I guess that's but, where we're saying it's not a winning, it's not a winning formula. They when you need 80 points, they scored 80 points two days ago against the Hawks. Yeah. I guess the worst yeah. defense in the league. Yeah. yeah. That's all you need. When you need 80 points, you just, yeah. they, they can't, they can't, they can't, man. When you need every player to play their absolute best game at every single minute, at every single point, like it's just, it's too much, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Alf, you said it yourself that this team is at its best when it's 100% completely intact. But that's not going to happen, even on a championship run. Like it's it's a long stretch and you're going to need to have these up and down moments where you can survive. And this team just doesn't have that in them right now. Uh, there's definitely moves to be made that have to be made. Yep. Uh, definitely another stretch four. If you can get another point guard, I've been saying that the entire time, get someone to run the offense, but they need to find ways to to just get it get it going again in the second half because uh, there's just there's there's moves that they need to do. You need you also need other dual threat guys. There's still far too many like. One dimensional can only get you one thing, can only, you know, be super efficient at one thing type of people on those teams. And like you said, well, you're relying on all of the stars of this Miami Heat universe to align properly to even like come even, you know, reasonably close to where they found themselves last year. And that's not reasonable. That's not, you know, a rational thing to expect. But that doesn't mean that you kind of sit on your hands and let the rest of the season go to shit. There are still, you know, ways to 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 be competitive and moves to make so that you're not wasting an entire year of a Jimmy. That you're not, you know, that this year wasn't completely for nothing. So I I do I hope that they still look, you know, at the various ways that they have at which to improve the team. We got some questions from the chat. Moose, did your apartment get bigger? <laughs> Oh, what I did there? Just turn it around. That's all. You don't. You don't need to know. You don't need to Moose know. Looks like an IG model playing with the angles. Yeah, 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 yeah. All about the angles. <laughs> hey, show show Will that your that your refrigerator's in your living room. Show him that. Oh, come on! It's not no, in my living room. Don't embarrass you. Embarrassing him in front of company. It's right. in my kitchen. The problem is my kitchen is in my living room. <laughs> There you go. The bad, issue is that his bad. bed is in his backyard. Listen, I do. Man, I, do I like it, man. I, I like do a it lot too. of shit every day because I work from home now. Because I, look, my bathroom's over there, so it's like I'm doing a live shot like five feet from my bathroom. So it's and then my bed's over here. So it's all good, man. It's there you go. See, I don't need to do all this walking around shit. <laughs> I don't need all this space. Anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> but Moose, that's what I'm, Moose, Manso's showing his bedroom. You're, you're, that's your entire apartment. Like, you can reach. No, I mean, like, I got a door over there. <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> I like that you can play guitar and grab a drink from the fridge at the same time. It's can beautiful. Multi, multi, yeah. Some, okay. Sorry, I'll hit this question. Buddy Boy question. 77 asks, third time asking. I think we should acquire a starting power forward and move Kelly to a non-starting position. We'll free up Leonard in the offseason. So who will free up Leonard in the offseason? So who would you like to see us getting as a starting power forward? I don't think a starting power forward is out there for the getting. Personally. No, not for not for not for three quarters. No. Yeah, what do you have to give? What are we giving? 
Yeah. <laughs> I, what, and what do you, and you know, is this a long-term answer? No. And anybody you get now is either a scrap heap person that might be a fill-in or if you go long-term, then you're eating into money in the future. I don't think that that's what they're doing right now. I don't think that, I just don't think there's options out there. No. I just don't see what's out there to, to do it. You know, honestly, PJ and Vic, right? Jay Grell, uh, Jay Grell is asking, honestly, what would it take to get PJ and Vic with all these leaks that Vic has his eyes set on Miami? What about well, all I these think... injuries Vic keep having? Like, I mean, also, what are we doing bringing in somebody else who's in a wheelchair? Who's cranky, I mean, right? Yeah, my take on Victor Oladipo, and I love Victor as a player, and I think he's a good guy. And I, I think he obviously loves Miami, and, and he's made it no secret. But I think if the Heat wanted Victor Oladipo, I think they would have got him already. I think they would have found him. Agreed. You know, I, I not saying that it couldn't happen, but I just think there's been too much opportunity there to make it happen. And for, for some reason, I don't think the heat, it's really enticed the heat to make it work. Right. I, and, and it, I don't think now is the time either. I could right. be wrong. Look, we could be talking a couple of weeks. They made a move, but I don't. I think they've had Do plenty you, of chances to get them, and they haven't. You know? Do you really believe though that it was because over the course of the bubble that he was like too eager, that he was you know a bit too thirsty to want? Because I feel like that just doesn't that doesn't I, make I don't, sense. I don't believe I don't that believe, for a minute. I, don't I mean, Jimmy I was thirsty as hell to be here. Too. Right, right. Yeah. Let me let me just say something. Yeah, he dropped 33 last night. How many games has he played because of injury this season? We can't yeah. keep adding dudes <laughs> for a hope and a maybe. Yeah. And and that and, he's in, and, he stays injured. And John Carlos pushing for Harrison Barnes. That's another guy who is. Oh, gee. Okay. I mean, well, I know. <laughs> I don't. I, I like Harry B. Like, it just I depends on what you player, can, what you got to give like up. Player, but the contract and the future. Like, is he a guy that you want to bring in and say he's a part of my core for the future? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. If it was like, look, if he was an expiring contract, and you can make a deal where you could get him, and yeah, sure. But I just don't see how the fit is there financially and player movement wise to make it work. I, I just, I like the player. I like Harrison Barnes. I do. I just don't see how that works. Stop like calling he, him Harry B. Yeah, I'll, tra- I'll, I'll weird trade too. Harry. I'll trade Harry B for uh, Novice like one of the G. Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Will said he sounds like one of the Sp- Spice Girls. The, spice girl. <laughs> the bad girl. That's the bad girl. <laughs> bad girl. I think bad girl Harry B. I think if you <laughs> bad girl. <laughs> I think if you can, I think if you can work him and, and like, I don't think that that's a terrible, you know, third or whatever. Tier he is a, among the latter in in your hierarchy. Like I don't think that that's someone terrible to to incorporate into into your structure going forward. Um, but then they have to get like serious and you know absolute on what they want the team to look like going forward. Like Heat fans, us, we got to some of the people that you like are going to have to go, and like it's it's just going to have to come to that point if you expect any type of actual competitive you know forward you know, climb. Uh, I like Harry. I think the the fit is, I think the fit works. I think he addresses some of the, he's a, he's size and he can get his own bucket. He can apply pressure vertically and he can shoot. So, you know, I think that was G's best take, honestly. (laughs) The only one. The Rudy Gay talk. How long? By the way, guys, I've been I've been covering the Heat for twenty years, and I think I've, we've been talking about Rudy Gay for twenty years, twenty plus years. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, every year, every year, it's watch Rudy Gay to the Heat. I mean, it feels like him and Lamarcus too. And Trevor, uh, Trevor Ariza. Trevor Ariza. I feel like they've already played here for like twelve years. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like look. Rudy's still going. What's Rudy? Thirty-five. He's still going, man. He can still play. 
He yeah. can still play. I'd be down for that. I think Rudy Gay would be a, a helpful player for this team. Again, how do you make it work? Who do you get rid of? How do you do it? That's what they've got to figure out. And I, I think what you guys are you guys are hitting on a really good point that it's not going to be a starter. I don't think you're going to find it when they make this move. It's going to shore up the backup point guard position, the backup power forward position. I think that's where you're going to get you. And someone brought up George Hill and Rudy Gay. Those are names. I, I see names like that. George Hill and Blake Griffin. Yes, it's going to be those kinds of guys. Where yes. just like last year, where we never thought the Jay Crowder, Iggy Solomon Hill thing. Well, we didn't think Jay Crowder was going to be this this answer for us, but it's, they're going to need somebody to kind of shake up the team. And I don't know if it's going to be a starter because honestly, Kelly Olynyk is him and Bam have historically been very good next to each other. Like I like I said before, the problem is just you're counting on Iggy, and when you're playing another big team, and Tiff and Siobhan have banged on this over and over and over again. When they play big teams and then they come, you know, they come off the bench with Iggy at the four, you just start getting mollywop down there. Like you have no size, uh, you have you have you have nobody to bang with these guys. So I do like the Blake Griffin thing, especially on a buyout. Um, and the rest of these guys is what do you have to give up for them? But it like I, I think it's going to be something to shore up the bench. I don't think you're getting starters. Right. I really don't. Yeah. Well, to get yeah. Blake, though, there's one key move you have to make, and that's you have to dig him out of the hole that E. Reed buried him in. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. He murdered him on live TV. On live TV. <laughs> on live TV. Oh, man, doesn't have a fucking family that cares about Right. <laughs> there's still fans that love that man. You know what I'm saying? I think... Blake Griffin and Eric Reed got to shoot the fair one. People watch Blake... that man jump over a car. People love him still. I mean, it was a Kia. <laughs> hey, don't knock a Kia. I got a Kia. Oh. What's wrong with a Kia? There he is. <laughs> I can't jump over it, but I love my Kia. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.